welcome to another episode of Cafe 21. I am your host, Clara Marquard, and in the hot seat today, we have a very special person that I'm extremely excited to talk to. Our guest today is known as the Marathon Man. He's a people's motivator, humanitarian philanthropist. He's a multi-marathon runner, fundraiser expert, and won the British Muslim Award in 2019 for his efforts to raise funds for refugees and peoples in need. So it's a great pleasure to introduce Harun Mota. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. How excited are you? Here today, thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited, me too. Super. Uh, so the drill is three questions, three answers. Are you ready? Ready, let's go. Great, 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 great. So uh, first question, uh, what do you do exactly? So in my full-time job, I head the Challenge Events Programme at a humanitarian charity called Penny Appeal. Mm -hmm. So I've been here for nearly six years now, and my job involves managing a large portfolio of challenge events. So I'm responsible for income generation through marathon runs, mountain climbs, cycling, international expeditions, all the fun and crazy things that people do to raise money for good causes. And uh, luckily for me, uh, I also enjoy uh, getting active, especially outdoors. So it means that I'm not just encouraging other people to uh, fulfill their goals and do good for good causes, but also, you know, tick things off my bucket list and uh, travel the world, climb mountains and run multi-marathons, as you say. Um, so I absolutely uh, love my job. I think long before I started fundraising professionally uh, for this organization, uh, I was a long-standing volunteer for another humanitarian charity, Islamic Relief. And that's really where I built up my, my passion uh, and my experience in fundraising. I never planned to do this professionally, but I think my journey and my experiences brought me here. And I'm so glad that I'm doing what I, what I love now. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And what motivates you to keep doing these events and challenges? So there's a number of things that motivate me. Uh, I think primarily just generally when you do good for other people when you're fundraising and when you're engaging in charitable activities it makes you feel better inside and additionally for myself as a british muslim um you know in the in, in our faith islam charity is a huge part of our faith it's a huge pillar in our religion so from a religious perspective uh that's a very sort of intrinsic sort of motivation for me, uh, knowing that not only am I helping people, but it's a form of worship. So when I'm helping people uh, raise money to climb mountains or if I'm running my own marathons and training, like, yes, I'm getting fit and healthy um, and I'm keeping my mind well as well. But I'm fulfilling a massive obligation of my faith uh, in, in supporting people who desperately need uh, aid and for me, I've had the blessings of being able to travel to different parts of the world across Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and, you know, visited firsthand projects where we're delivering aid to, you know, refugees on the border of Syria, for example, uh, or in, in West Africa, where water poverty is so huge uh, that people are traveling, you know, long distances in the heat, miles and miles on end, women, children, just to get access to water, which probably isn't clean enough to even wash with, let alone drink. So when I've visited these sort of projects and knowing too well how much 
the donations and the fundraising is impacting on people's lives that really motivates me and that really enables me to really sell these projects to other people and encourage other people to get involved and i think for sort of the demographic of people that i tend to work with particularly the muslim community ethnic minority communities where you know participation in physical activity and sport is you know quite low where the communities that are subjected to the greatest health inequalities sometimes i'd say our people tend not to exercise for their own benefit but when you kind of present them an opportunity to fundraise for charity oh yeah i'll, I'll climb a mountain because it's for charity not because it'll make me healthy and it'll give me the opportunity to travel they'll realize them sort of benefits later but sometimes because charity is such a huge part of our faith and in the muslim culture it has become a lifestyle you know we don't go we don't go to clubs and we don't party we don't drink alcohol but hey volunteer for a charity and do good yeah that sounds like something that we can engage ourselves in particularly for the youth so uh, that is quite kind of central to to what i do the demographic that i work with and it's also one of the reasons why i have also now set up the active inclusion network which is a personal venture of mine a community interest company designed primarily to champion diversity uh, outdoors in fitness and outdoor activities uh, so we've got projects such as muslim hikers muslim runners muslim cyclists uh, that were initially set up in lockdown uh, at a time when there was a lot of isolation people lacking motivation to you know get themselves outside and you know we started to organize hikes and treks and other sort of campaigns working with brands like new balance and sports direct uh, and it's great just to try and improve representation something that i feel extremely passionate about when i started marathon running what, 10 years ago i recall you know joining my first race and just being shocked at how little diverse the, the the sort of turnout was i live in coventry and coventry is a very very diverse city and when i turned up to run my first half marathon just seeing that there were very few people that looked like me it, it, it was shocking and it also kind of triggered something inside where i wanted to be part of a solution to bring more people into into running into fitness and outdoors and that's why i set up active inclusion network so it's in its infancy and uh, it's something i'm doing alongside my work uh, with penny appeal and of course it benefits uh, charity and fundraising when people kind of get involved in charitable activities as well so wow. lots of different uh, reasons for motivation that was your initial question i think lastly I think the biggest motivation is just keeping myself healthy and well physically and, and mentally i think the greatest appreciation that i have for what I do is just the mental space that it gives me uh, that ability to contemplate and reflect and do all of the processing in your mind sometimes that you don't normally get to do when you're so busy in a nine-to-five job mm-hmm. and I guess I try to lead by example in everything that I do and uh, many people find uh, my work and activities inspirational so I guess that just gives me more reason to carry on doing what, what, I, what I do. It's amazing yeah you're definitely inspiring um what are your plans for the future that's my third question well i like to take every day as it comes <laughs> and i think uh, lockdown and the pandemic if anything that's one thing that's kind of been a benefit to me uh, I've, over the past 18 months i've never had or spent more time to myself and, and my family uh, so i'm really thriving on, on, on doing that 
So yeah, taking every day as it comes, enjoying the work I'm doing uh, right now uh, with Penny Appeal. You know, we're, we're kind of just emerging from the pandemic and events have started to return, travel is back on. So trying to kind of regain, regain ground that we've lost through the pandemic in terms of income generation for the charity. Um, so that's kind of my immediate sort of goal. And with what I set up at Active Inclusion Network, I think there's a huge sort of need for the type of work that I'm delivering, particularly around the sort of community aspect that's associated with, with, with sport and physical activity. I mean, this weekend, for example, I'm taking 100 people out to the Peak District for a hike. Uh, we've called it High Chai. It's a it's a, a trek followed by afternoon tea. And it's just a great excuse to bring people outside, build people's confidence and capacity in the outdoors in a setting where they feel happy, comfortable, and aware. And this in turn will impact people in the sense of their own confidence and perhaps in their own time and in their own family circles, they'll, they'll be able to get outside on their own. So I'm really excited about the work I'm doing at Active Inclusion Network. I'm looking to connect with organizations, uh, governing bodies and, and brands that, you know, might be able to support our work. Uh, we are a, a non-profit, uh, you know, newly formed and uh, there's plenty of scope. So we're looking for people, like-minded people with similar values, around diversity and inclusion that might be willing to support us and uh, help us achieve more and do better. Brilliant. Sounds, oh, I can't wait to see uh, all the achievements that you're going to do <laughs> next uh, in your future. Be Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for sitting uh, in the hot seat today and uh, we wish you all uh, the best uh, from SDGC. And uh, yeah, I hope to talk to you very soon. Fantastic. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Cafe 21. You can catch the visuals to the Hot Seat Collection on our YouTube or on our IGTV page at STGC 2021. And tickets for our live conference are now live on Ticketmaster. Check out our website, sportsdeglobalconference.com for more information. See you there.